fresh word with Reverend Today Amosu. Welcome to Fresh Word. We are continuing our teaching on God's financial secrets. Today we are looking at another secret from heaven concerning your financial provision, concerning your life. Remember last time we talked about God said, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. So you have to be willing, you have to open up, you have to be available to God, you have to cooperate with the heavenly instruction and be obedient that you can have the best of the land. Like we read in the Living Bible, it says, if you only let me help you, if you only obey, I'll make you rich. Isn't that beautiful? Let's look at today another divine financial secret. Let's go to the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28. We'll look at the end of verse 12 and then verse 13. Listen to this, what he said. He said, you shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. See, that was the height of God's blessing. When he's talking about blessing his people, that chapter at the beginning was talking about the blessings of the Lord. And God got to a point that he said, you shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. You know, borrowing is the end, is the extreme end of deprivation. When you don't have, you look out for somebody else to give it to you. Lending is the other end of it, the other extreme of abundance. You got so much that you can lend. He said, you lend to many nations, but you will not borrow. Now, look at verse 13. And the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above only and not be beneath if you eat the commandment of the Lord your God, which I command you today, and are careful to obey them. Did you hear that? So, the Bible is saying this, that contingent upon your obedience, if you listen to me, I will make you the head and not the tail. That means you're going to make headway, you're going to move ahead and you'll not be the tail to be dragged along. You know, if you look at this word, majority of the world population has been dragged along. You know, we're just the masses struggling all through. But he said, I'll make you not the tail, but the head. And I'll make you to be above and not beneath. If you are willing and obedient, if you obey my word. So let's talk about how will God do this? How will God make you the head and not the tail? How can you bring you to a place where you'll be above only and not beneath? That's a journey. He said, when you get to that level, you'll be able to lend to nations and you'll not borrow. That's not just automatic. That's God taking us to the height of his blessing. But what is the road there? How do we get to that place? Let's look at something the Lord gave us about this financial secret, which I call the second secret. Look at chapter 28, one more time, Deuteronomy, verse 8. It says, the Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses and in all to which you set your hand, and he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Let's take it again. The Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses and in all to which you set your hand, and he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Now, that verse is talking about commanded blessing. The word commanded blessing means that the blessing is commanded on you, not just promised. You know, you can promise somebody, you can command something. God said, I will command my blessing on you. And this blessing will be in two places in your life. He said it will be in your storehouses and in all to which you set your hand. 
And he said, he will bless you in the land. God is giving you. So he said, you eat the good of the land and you bless you in the land. Now, how do you now assess this commanded blessing? This commanded blessing comes upon you in two places, in your storehouses and in all to which you set your hand. That's what God wants you to see. That if you are going to be above and not beneath, if you are going to be the head and not the tail, God said, I'm commanding the blessing on you. And this blessing will be in two places, in your storehouses and all to which you set your hand. You know, people don't think about that. When they think about God's blessing, they just want something that just comes to them and live an average life. God said, I would like you to have storehouses. And second, I would like you to set your hand to something. Wow. He said, when you have storehouse and when you set your, what you are setting your hand on, I will bless, I will command the blessing on you. What is a storehouse? A storehouse is where you store things and not just a basket, not just a bag, a house, a building set apart for storage to keep things. Now, you don't store things that are few. You store large quantity. God is saying, I want to command the blessing upon your storehouses and what you set your hand on. You see, your store and your setting of your hands. The blessing of God want to command that. The Lord will command the blessing. The commanded blessing is not just only for you to just have the struggle through life. But God is saying, you're going to have to start developing storehouses if you want to see my commanded blessing. You have to learn to store. You have to put something aside. You can never store if you consume everything you have. You can never store. Putting something aside is the purpose of storage. If you don't store, if you don't put something aside, you can't store. You can't have storehouses. So God said, look here, if you start to put something aside and store, I will command my blessing on it. Isn't that amazing? Let's look at an example of that. Remember when Pharaoh had a two set of dreams, <clears throat> excuse me, overnight, and they couldn't find anybody to interpret it. So they brought Joseph in. And Joseph said these dreams too meant the same thing. There's going to come plenty. There's going to come famine. And that's it. He could have walked off and they would have suffered. But he said, hey, Pharaoh, in the time of plenty, put aside 20%. Let's talk. And then, when the time of hardship comes, we'll be able to have storehouses open and take care of the needs. God doesn't want you to go around by scraping and struggling and trying to make ends meet by living on borrowing all the time. He wants you to start putting something aside and store, just like Joseph did. He started putting something aside. And you know, when the famine hit, here they are, God was putting the best. And the moment you begin to have storehouses, God began to bless the land so much. And they had so much large, Bible said they couldn't even count the storehouses. Joseph was the seed of Abraham. Joseph was flowing with this commanded blessing. Now, do you have a storehouse? Do you have where you save, put something aside, or do you eat everything you get? God said, I want to command my blessing there. Put something aside. Then he said, I will also command my blessing upon what you set your hand to do. 
the work of your hand. God wants to bless it. God wants to increase it. God wants to multiply it. He said, I will command my blessing upon your store and what you set your hand on. So, look at it. That's a store. And when you have a store, God bless it. Command his blessing there. And what you set your hand on to. You know, let me give you this scenario. You see, today people want to do something. They want to get something done. They don't start business. They first they start looking for money. And they start looking for money and start trying. They don't see the blessing of God. They start struggling, trying to borrow, and it just won't work. But God says, start with the storehouse. Start putting something aside. Then after that, I'll command my blessing on what you set your hand on to. Let me give you a good example of this. Then we'll look at other examples. Let's look at the first one. Remember Jesus, when he was facing the crowd of 5,000 men, not counting the women and the children. And they've been within three days. And Jesus saw that they were hungry. And they were hungry. Three days. And then Jesus said, these people are hungry, what are we doing? Disciples said, send them away. Jesus said, don't do that. Feed them. They said, ah, huh. where will we get enough? Then Andrew said, there is a boy here with five loaves and two fishes. Now, think about that. They've been there for three days. And they were hungry. And this small boy was able to keep five loaves and two fishes. That was his storehouse. He stored by himself. He didn't eat everything. You wonder, that's not, not even an old man, a small boy. He put that fish and bread aside. Now, the commanded blessing was coming from heaven. He got that five fishes and two, and two fishes, and five loaves of bread and two fishes. He stored it, he controlled himself not to eat it. He was a small boy. And then, Jesus said, bring that to me. Oh, see, the blessing. And then Jesus took that few things, those five loaves in his hands and two fishes. Now remember I said, the Lord will command the blessing upon you in your storehouses and in all to which you set your hand. So Jesus took the five loaves and set his hand on it to distribute it. And he blessed God. He looked to heaven and he blessed it. See, he took that store, though small, but he blessed it. And the bread went all over and fed the crowd. And there was leftover of five, of twelve baskets. Storehouses set your hand. Look at how Jesus tackled that heavy, heavy need. I mean, 5,000 people will eat not less than 2,000 loaves of bread or 3,000. But how would Jesus go about it? He asked them, what do you have? What is in your store that God has put? And then God will command the blessing on it. And Jesus took it in his hand. It's what you set your hand. And he took it. That's where God wants to to surprise you and provide for you. You have something in store, the little you have, you take it to God, and then set it to your hand to go to operation, start working with it, and then God starts meeting all your needs. That's the way it is. That's the way it works. You're going to have to trust God to store, and then set your hand about what to do, and God will bring his blessing to you. Now, that is important. Let me go a step further. You know, we read this in chapter 3, Proverbs, and we don't really give it so much thought. Let's take a look at it. It says this in chapter 3, verse 9, Proverbs. Honor the Lord with your possessions or substance, and with the first fruit of all your increase, so shall your barns be filled with plenty, and your vat overflow with only wine. Notice that. God said, if you honor me, I will fill your storehouses. So, storehouses 
are important. Put something. Maybe I should close with this. As we learn this of God's financial secret, second one we are learning today. In First Corinthians chapter 16, let's look at what God said over there. It's a, an interesting subject God brought up about meeting the needs of his people. And he told them that at the beginning, listen to this. Chapter 16, 1 Corinthians, verse 1 and verse 2. Now, concerning the collection for the saints, as I've given order to the churches of Galatians, even so do you. Now listen, upon the first day of the week, let every one of you lay by him in store as God has prospered him. There will be no gatherings when I come. You notice that? Let me paraphrase this like this. By every weekend, the beginning of the week, look at your week before, every weekend. Lay something in store as God has prospered you. That when you now have need to serve God, to touch a life, to meet your need, there will be no scrambling of gathering when I come. Oh, Apostle Paul was just reiterating what God said in Deuteronomy. The Lord will command his blessing upon your storehouses and all that where you set your hand. And then you'll be above only and not beneath. And you'll be the head and not the tail. And you'll lend lessons and you'll not borrow. So he said, upon the first day of the week, let every one of you lay by him in store. Lay by him in store. So even you put something by store, as God has prospered you. So that when the time comes for need gathering, there'll be no need. You'll be able to know what to do, just like Jesus did. That's what I offer you today. God's financial secret, storehouses, and what you set your hand on to. Let's get busy. Expecting God to do wonders in our lives financially. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day.